All right, so we're back. It's time for another trending Twitter Tuesday here. And it's actually Tuesday, believe it or not. I think it's the 29th. It's almost 8 p.m. And I'm going to try something different. I got a different Twitter app here to see if I can get a list off of it. Analytics. No, that's not it. Okay, yeah, we can do a trending list here. Oh, boy. So I'm going to take a picture of this list right now. Do I know how to take a screenshot with this phone? Okay, so we have a screenshot. I think we have 10 trends there, and it's just a list, which is like what I like. I said, you said, just want a list. Uh, and I was retelling, uh, well, I was catching you guys up on what had happened to me recently, uh, which was weird. Uh, you know, abnormal, well, maybe just more abnormal. Uh, and then you'd say, well, geez, what is it when it's abnormal for an abnormal person? You know, because I guess I was already being abnormal. Me and my dog were listening to knocks that were flown in from Krone, uh, Germany. Well, maybe not. Maybe they came by ship from Krone. And we were just listening to the knocks, and there was a knock at my door. My piano teacher from the past was there, flew on a piano, uh, met up with Drake and Super Dave Osborne. Eventually, we just separated from them. Ran into uh, Mumble Bear. Was it, was it, uh, Mumble Bear. Uh, that Mumble Bear. Well, I think the three of them, I'm not sure if it was like my Tin Man, my Lion, and my Scarecrow, or if it was a Lollipop Guild. I still can't get an answer on that. And, and then I guess if uh, uh, Judy Garland, would, she would probably say, well, I'm not just, and she did it when we were private, and I shouldn't be sharing this. Her, this was this is totally off of the story. But she did, you know, I said, geez, I don't know what it is. I don't think it's a talent, but I don't necessarily think it's 100% of a problem. But people like to cry. I make people cry. I make people cry. But they also feel comfortable enough to cry with me, on, usually on me. And I'd say only 80% of the time is it from my behavior. Maybe not, maybe, maybe, maybe 84. So the other 16% of the time, it's, I'm just there. But uh, this time it was Judy, Judy Garland was crying and my piano teacher because I say every time, this was like, you know, last week I kind of, you know, believe it or not, I, I uh, what do they call those Reader's Digest things where you squeeze out a, a bridge, you know, I give an abridged version or bridged, a bridge version. Oh, unabridged. So I guess I abridged, but, she, you know, every time she started talking about something, I said, like in The Wizard of Oz. And then finally she said, can I talk to you in private? Because she was queen. I think, I don't know, I guess I get my name confused, but anyway, and then she started, she's like, I'm more than the Wizard of Oz. And unfortunately, I said, well, she's not to me. I mean, just being honest, I didn't say that then. I thought it, and I'm pretty sure she's, you know, ethereal enough she could read my mind, she cried more. And I could see in the earthy world how that would wear on you, but now that she's in some sort of afterlife, and I don't, I didn't want to tell her this. I'm like, is this some sort of limbo situation or is this what I'm looking for? I mean, at one point I even made, I said, is Beetlejuice around here? Where do I find Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, nothing. 
Your mom was in Beetlejuice. And I said, I, I understood you. But anyway, uh, way off track, way too early. So we, uh, so Judy Garland, I was flown to see Judy Garland. I thought it was to apologize. It turned out she had a quest for me. She said, I need it. There's a, a Thado, some sort of uh, 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 evil character, a villain, I guess, in this story. And then, but always then I say, well, am I the villain in this story hurting the feelings of uh, piano teachers and beloved actresses? And then people would say, no, you're just the asshole. That's different than the villain. And I would say, the villain is the asshole. And they would say, isn't that that piece of erotic fiction you wrote, wrote that was rejected as erotic and as fiction? And I would say, you're right. And I would say that person, and they said, well, actually, it was a committee. That committee was a bunch of uh, villainous assholes. Pardon me for the swearing. I don't know what what came over me. I'm just acting like a villainous asshole. Oh, boy. Cracking myself up here on the podcast. But so uh, Judy sent me, Miss Garland sent me on a quest to, to find her. I guess apparently this Thado loves Halloween, loves masquerade balls. And somehow I think bet his kingdom on uh, the fact that if he, you know, anyone could best him. I think it was kind of like, you ever see Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? I guess it was exactly like that. And I think about it, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, the movie, you want to talk about a powerful Alec Baldwin performance for eight minutes or something? He's on the screen for eight to 14 minutes. Uh, holy God, holy moly. But uh, he he's uh, the manager. He comes into the sales office. And, uh, you know, stellar cast actors there. But, I mean, Alec Baldwin just uh, stood out to me. But you had Jack Lemmon, Ed Harris. I love Ed Harris. I love Jack Lemmon. And then you had Al Pacino, and then I think you had uh, Alan Arkin was the fourth person. I'm sorry, I don't know who the fourth person was. I want to say it's Alan Arkin, but I'm not positive about that. Uh, but some powerhouses, and man, now I'm going to have to apologize if that wasn't Alan Arkin. I'm pretty sure it was, though. Yet Harris was the everyman. Uh, Jack Lemon was the you know the down and out older guy. Uh, Pacino was a slick guy, and then uh, hmm, I don't know. I apologize. Uh, but anyway, where was I? Uh, geez, I got, okay, so this just like in Glenn Gary and Glenn Ross, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, the plot was uh, there's a sales contest. Uh, first place, I think you get a car or a watch or something. Uh, second place is you you, uh, you might get some good leads, or you, and then third place is you're fired. And there was four guys, so obviously fourth place. And I think that's how this Halloween costume worked, was that, uh, you know, first place, Sato always gets. Second place, you're okay. Third place is you, you're, you're out of the universe. So Judy Garland said, we have to be Thado. And, and I said, well, this is actually great timing, Miss Garland. This is when we were, after she stopped crying when we were alone. 
They said, because I like to have themed out. And she said, I know. And I said, oh, wow, this is going to be great because this is going to get us right through Halloween, I think. So she sent me on a quest to, to furnish her and, I guess, some of the other kingdoms, the leaders of these other kingdoms who happen to be actresses I've insulted in the past. Uh, uh, Halloween, a proper... I don't, I don't have to do any of the making. I guess I'm the idea man. And again, I think maybe there was some telephone translation where, where she heard my skill set was. Or I guess she was looking for somebody that thinks outside. Of, she said, geez, you think outside of the sphere. You're not even in a box or a sphere. You think outside of the norm. And I said, yeah, well, okay. But so that was the story. Uh, that's the deal. Um, and, uh, so as we pick up the action, those of you hanging on every breath, what's going to happen next? Here we go. All right. So ostensibly we started off, uh, or we start off tonight with, um, myself, uh, Drake, uh, Super Dave Osborne, who again, turns out as a character, again, embarrass myself and I, but, but, uh, that's not an essential story right now. And Mumblebear, who, as far as I know, uh, is not a, you know, as far if he, if it is a mumbling bear, uh, part human, part imaginary, uh, all mumbles as a Mumblebear. Uh, but some giant eagles had arrived to uh, fly us off into, uh, I think, to Joan Cro- And I said, oh boy. Unfortunately, my memory is terrible. So I said, uh, I said, we're going to, I said, maybe I get to pick. And I just said, okay, let's go to, because I said, Julie Andrews should probably be easy. And then I'll be honest, it took me forever to think of Joan. And I said, did I say, I said, did I say Kathleen Hepburn? Do I have to apologize to her too? Oh boy. And I said, but I know it's Joan Crawford is our first stop, boys. And I said, please don't let her be nice because I had seen that movie. But I said, but I said, okay, well, obviously, if you were listening to this story, these stories so far, I say, well, Scooter seems like a terrible person. How could you fall asleep to him? And people say, well, he's my boyfriend. He puts me to sleep. I don't, you know. So maybe Joan Crawford is the victim of a similar circumstance. Plus, this is a different circumstance altogether. Because I don't know what world we're in. We're in some world, a cloud, cloud-based world. But afterlife, I don't know, because I'm still alive. Clearly, I'm here. I don't think you can record a podcast if you're um, a spirit. Uh, but, it, well, probably not. You probably can well, you'd probably, you'd probably be interesting. I don't think if a spirit's going to take their time. Well, maybe not, because if they were, uh, if you're eternity, you could talk forever. You know, you could just be like, yeah, I mean, this is a scooter, scooter spirit, spirit, you know, loading up the pipe. I guess your battery life would be an issue, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But anyway, I got off track there thinking about 
I mean, maybe, oh, geez, maybe I'm in, maybe this is it. I'm just doing this podcast, but I got, I got stuff going on in between. So I'm pretty sure I'm not a spirit is the thing. Yeah, uh, but we, we, uh, we, we got on these eagles. Now, a couple of things about the eagles, they landed and there was only two of them. And I, so I waited because I said, you know, I want my own, clearly I want, if I'm going to ride an eagle without a piano, I want my own eagle. And then I looked around, and, and then Mumblebear got on the eagle with Dave, Super Dave Osborne. And then I said, I said, well, great, I'm riding with Drake here. And, I, and then I said, okay, Drake, come on, Scooter. Uh, be, you know, we're on a positive mission of Halloween. Ma- masquerade your negative feelings for Drake. And I said, well, actually, I don't have negative feelings for Drake. I just don't know him. And I think that was that old cheerleading brain came in and said, hey, buddy, uh, I'll pull it together here, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, and then Drake actually, so gentlemanly, said, you know, gave me the uh, the front spot, which I said, wow, that must have taken a lot. And then we got on, and I said, who would feud with you, Drake? And I said, yeah, maybe I should get to know Drake a little bit better. Now we learn this the hard way. If you're floating with four eagles carrying a grand piano, plenty and plenty of conversations can be had. On one eagle, not the best for conversation, not the best to get to know Drake. Uh, because it was like I was mumble bear. Because I would say, so Drake, you know, tell me more about, is, is it, you know, I know this is probably, I said, you're Canadian, right? And I think he must have heard mumble bears. He was in radian. Because he said, radium? He said, what are you, a chemistry professor? And I said, and then, he, and then I said, wait a second, that whole radium stuff was in Buffalo. And then I, it, there was a couple more mix-ups like that. And I think I said something about, uh, which I love maple syrup and maple candy. But I don't know what he thought I said about maple syrup. But he 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 said, "Do you need me to throw you off this eagle? Do, are we going to? This is going to be a maple feud." And maybe he was just giving me a hard time because I said, "Geez," and I said, "Would that stop a feud? A little maple syrup candy?" But I think he said, "I think then even then he heard like put your put maple syrup in your fan or put maple syrup. I don't know if something about fanny. But luckily, the poofy wings of an eagle." A giant eagle with the moon in the sky. Can you even calm a feuding Drake? You know, and and, and whatever, uh, you know, set back his, his 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 furious love of Canada. And you know, and you know, and I said, "Geez, Paul Schaefer would be so proud of you." And we just happened to be in a lull, and he heard that so clearly. And the moon carried. I think the moon. I think it make moonified my tones, and he, that was it. Me, me and Drake, his eyes. I think he really looks up to Paul Schaefer, as do I. You know, for me, his comedy and his his love of Dave. For Drake, I think that he's Canadian. And I said, I don't know if Drake's from Thunder Bay. I know that's where Paul's from, Thunder Bay, Ontario. Uh, but anyway, not important. So we fly in these eagles. It was a whole like hours of that, and then we're sleeping. And Drake drooled on my back. Now, I don't know if there's any hardcore Drake fans out there, uh, but he made me give him the shirt anyway. He said, you know, I need that shirt because I drooled on it.
And I said, you're a little droolnoid, aren't you? And he said, you bet. He goes, uh, you, you, and I said, okay, I don't need to feud with you about any of this. Maybe that didn't happen. That might have been in my imagination. I mean, the drooling part happened. But maybe I just lost my shirt. Some, I don't know. But So we flew across the sky. And he said, Drake, do you know where we're going, by the way? You know, now, now that we're not feuding. And he said, yeah, we're going uh, deep into the hollows of uh, Afenza Abre. And I said, Afenza Abre, eh? And he said, he, he, he chuckled. And I said, okay, now I'm, now I got him. Schaefer, Schaefer operate him. And I said, have you ever ventured out here? And he goes, no, normally I'm in the, the human world. And I said, oh, did you, uh, uh offend Judy Garland too? And he said, no, Crawford. And, and he said, I'm really nervous. That's why I'm so feudy. And I said, I said, what, did you make up a song about it? He goes, unreleased track, you know, deleted everywhere. But he goes, you can't, you know, can't stop leaks to the afterlife or wherever the heck we are. And I said, so, but you're my sidekick in this. Uh, he said, are you the Tin Man? And he, he, Drake's pretty funny. He said, I'm the walrus. And I said, scoop, 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 scooby-doo. And I said, this is good, Drake. We're thinking costumes. And he said, wait till we meet Crawford. And, you know, see if I make it. And I said, okay. And so we, we landed on this island uh, uh, with these towering, towering towers. And they were all bell towers. And I said, that's strange. About 25 bell towers of varying heights, looking like uh, whichever the ones that, like not stalactites or stalagmites, whichever one grows up from the ground, uh, towering up. And, and, and but, but uh, well, I can't say they were man-made, but some of them were uh, equal. Like they weren't. I guess they were nothing like stalactites. I just couldn't think anything else. Uh, other bell towers. So probably I said twenty, thirty bell towers. And as we circled the island, the bell towers all started to ring, and it was it was. Uh, like my insides felt like, uh, you know, jello jigglers. You know, when you shake the jello jigglers, like a bowl of them. Uh, that's how I felt like even my cheeks and then my teeth started aching. And we, we I think we were, uh, and uh, I think the eagle even said this is a safe zone right out here. And we were circling and circling. And I said, that's, is that some sort of uh, bell based defense system? It'd be. BD, and the eagle said, yeah, yeah, it is. You go, he goes, you aren't a total idiot. Hendrick said, it was obvious. He goes, he goes, it was obvious. And I said, okay, okay, no credit from Drake. Credit, giant eagle, though, gave me credit, Drake. So uh, you can't feud with facts. And Hendrick said, can't feud with facts. But it was beautiful, despite the vibrations. I love me. I love bell towers. Now, just random bell ringing, defensive. So I said they circled, and then there was silence, and then the two eagles cawed like some sort of caw code. I don't know the eagles caw, but you know a raptor type situation. I want to do it on the podcast, but it was like a. 
in some sort of, you know, Morse code, but, you know, obviously not Morse. Mor- is it Morse or Morse? Morse code, right? Morse. But they sent us the, the, the Eagle Base Morse code, and then we flew. And I got to tell you, if you if I saw flying on a freaking piano, it was great. These eagles, I felt like, uh, who the hell's the guy in Top Gun? Uh, uh, goose, not Goose. Look, Drake was my goose. I think I did say that to him. I think I don't think it, it was so loud. I don't know. I can tell if he was. In, he must have said, "Oh, maybe he, I said he thought I said hold on to my caboose," because he really needed to in that situation. So that was actually a miscommunication. That was good. Oh, Maverick thought of it too late. But we were flying through the bell towers. Oh man! And I said, "This is great because it's getting my adrenaline up to deal with Crawford." And I said, she's going to be hard to talk to without calling her Crawford because that's such a a zinger. Like, and I know someone who's, I know a Crawford, a Jay Crawford, but he's more of an acquaintance, like he's good friends with some of my friends, but I don't know him well enough to, well, I guess I probably have called him Crawford before. But I said, especially Crawford. And I, but I, I guess this was a situation where I was supposed to be helping. But so we circled and we f- flew through the towers. And I said, was she in the, for whom the bell tolls? And then no one answered, you know, there was no answer between, oh, no, wait, Mumble Bear said his name, you know, was it a, and he said, was that about Thomas Merton or Thomas Moore or Thomas Aquinas or, uh, the Thomas that, you know, didn't believe in the wounds or what the, t- the wound toucher. And Mumblebear, Mumblebear wasn't and, uh, and I said, Mumblebear, you weren't mumbling. That was just irritation. And then we landed in this square. And again, it was like kind of like a, like a stormy where you're like, geez, what time, I can't tell what time of day it is. And I don't want to be, I say, Jesus, exactly where I'd expect to run into, you know, Joan Crawford, no offense. And I said, maybe, I said, okay. And then we got off the Eagles, I said, thanks, guys. And they said, well, you know, somebody else is coming back for you. And I said, okay. I said, see ya. Uh, but so I said, hey, guys, gather around. Uh, Drake, Mumble Bear. Uh, Super Dave. I said, listen, I'm going to need you guys help here. I, I'm a little bit worried about uh, Joan Crawford. Drake's freaked out. Hey, Drake's, I'm not freaked out. I said, don't worry, Drake. I, I'll take the heat. I said, I, I said I could even go as uh, uh, Drake, Drake as Scooter. And I said, you could just be my sidekick. He said, really? You, you, you'd cover up for me? And I said, oh, yeah. And then he took off this necklace that said Drake, and he gave it to me. And I said, well, you wear a necklace that says, okay. And he said, I'm saving it for someone special. And I said, that's so cute, Drake. And I put it on and I said, well, you found someone special. And you should, that joke killed with Super Dave Osborne and maybe Mumble Bear said, but Super Dave, that cracked him up. And they wore it on the side of my shirt. But then I realized the irony but anyway, I said, well, whatever, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Drake now. Drake is Scooter. I'm about to break it. And, and I said, well, me, I said, I don't even know what she knows. And then Drake said, who am I? I said, Steno Garcia. 
my, my master at arms, my grandmaster at arms, full of charms. And Drake said, I, I'm the wordsmith. And he said, not anymore. Who's got the Drake necklace now, buddy? And I said, also, oh, does this come with all your money and stuff and fame? And he said, no. And he goes, as a matter of fact, he goes, I'll need that back later. And I said, that's fine. I said, you know, ain't, ain't, ain't not that thing if I, if I don't anymore have Drake's bling. Do-wop, do-wop, do-wop. But I said, Steno, Super Dave, Mumble Bear, let's go. And then I said, oh, she's where? Because we're in this giant plaza, as I said. And they said, hello? And I echoed, oh, my goodness. If you haven't been in a strange world and yelled out really loud, do it. Like if you if you uh, if you ever get the chance to go into it or you're lucid dreaming, yell out for echo because it was echoing off the bell towers. It was coming back to me with a little material. Hello, hello. But then also I saw something in the sky like this black mass and I thought it was the helicarrier from Avenger, you know, that uh, and they said, what in the name of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is that? And then Mumble Bear, cause I don't know if bears have better eyesight or just better um, insight, but he said, and I said, what? He says, you know, and I said, I'm sorry, what? And I said, Mumble Bear, even with you, you, he said, are you shaking up from that eagle ride to Dave Osborne to hold you too tight? And I wanted to sing, hold me closely, Super Dave Osborne. Your show was on about 20 years. Anyway, I shouldn't have started singing that, but I did. Uh, but what was my point? My point, oh, it was, it was these ravens, because they realized it once they could see it, because they could not freaking understand Mumble Bear. And I said, run. And I, and, and I let those guys get a head start. Uh... I don't know why. I guess because I was transfixed, not out of heroism. And then I, but then I caught up behind him because I, I said, "Geez, I figured." Like I said, no. I said, "Drake's famous, Super Dave's." He said, "So I caught up to them, and they said, Drake, what do we do?'" And that was confusing for me because they were talking to me, and I guess they were already in the mo- Crawford mode. And I, they said, what's the plan? I said, uh, ooh, I said I'm going to have to think of one on this. I said, trace zero C. And they said, what? And I said, I, I, I said, trace zero C. And they said, what does that mean? I said, three times yes, I think. And I said, you three run three different ways and call the Ravens over to you and see what they do. And I'm going to keep running straight. And, and I said, I think they'll, ch- I think they're smart. You know, they're evil ravens, so they'll probably chase me. And they said, well, what will that do? And I said, just, just do it. So we separated three, four ways, I guess, technically. But they spread out into this Tiros formation, which is, they said, what is that? I said, a triangle, you know, and I said, well, you know. And they said, a parallelogram? I said, no, a triangle. And I said, don't give me any friggin' uh, one of those tri- uneven ones. They said, I want a, par- you know, try, you know, right, a- but whatever. It wasn't time for that argument. I think that was another feud, me and Drake's triangular. But they did it, and it did confuse the Ravens, and it actually worked so good because I think the Ravens were flying in a circle above us. I didn't realize this at the time. They were in like a drone formation. 
within as they started to call the ravens. And the, guy, the guys were good, man. And Drake was actually singing. For me, you know, he was saying, here, here. That the uh, ravens, like some of them would hear, and it was echoing, like off of the echoes. And so the ravens were individually, they lost their group think. And they were responding to whatever uh, over here or come here hit their ears. And they started just running into each other in the sky and dropping from the sky and just smashing into each other. And it was, it was, a, it was a riot. Like they were drawing. And then when, you know, if one would take another one out and then they were, you know, it was like the evil spells broke. And after, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, and then it gets a little more echoes. And then we just reconvened. You know, the guys just walked back to me. And then we saw, like, at the top of these steps uh, was this giant glass, uh, um, like, arboretum-looking building. What do you call those things? Uh, a San Francisco conservatory-looking building, you know, white metal, uh, where you'd keep flowers warm. And I said, well, geez, that looks to be lovely and out of place. It was just a little tinted with a dark gray sky, but it was still like white, ethereal white. And so we went up the stairs to that. And uh, actually, Super Dave said, nice plan. And that. What do you, he said, what do you call it? Three Amigos? And I said, we'll, we'll call it that from now on. I, I, said, uh, I said, I forgot, Trace Trigos 3, I think I called it or something. But it, don't worry about it. And we got to the, the the door of the conservatory, and of course it had a one of those speakers that you speak into, and something I said, "Can I help you?" And I said, "Yeah, I mean, we're, we're here to see you." We're, we're, I said, uh, "We're here. Uh, we're here for uh, BGC 14." And they said, "The voice said, what? I said, "I'm here for BGC 14." And I said, they said, what? And he said, the big grand costuming, 14. And they said, it's 2015. And I said, well, we're a year late then. We've got to get on this costuming. And I said, as a matter of fact, we're, I'm here on orders of uh, Miss Garland, so you better let us in. And, I, and my name's Drake, and I, I have an apology to make. Uh, so the time I do not want to take. See, I'm a wordsmith. Clearly, I'm Drake. And I have this necklace, and they buzzed us in. And then we went into this, uh, what do you, what do I call it, a conservatory? And it was a pool house. And it was like unnatural sunlight. It was so lovely in there. It was warm. It was humid with the right humidity. It was like all of a sudden my pores just opened up and took a break. They said, wow, this is nice. And it was huge. And I said, whoa, Crawford's got a hell of a good thing going. And there was like a, like an old fashioned Olympic pool. Like it's not Olympic because it was, uh, it was like it was rounded and like, boom, somebody showed up with drinks for the guys and they said, come with us. And they said, Mr. Drake. And they said, actually, I'm a two person. They said, I'm a two man, two, just more than two people up here, but I'm, I'm, I'm a scooter and Drake. And they said, well, we just need one. And I said, well, can you, as Drake, I said, can you send my apologies via scooter to, and they said, what? And they said, okay, hold on. I got to do something. I said, I'm going to do my one DLD session. And they said, what? I said, one DLDN session. 
And I said, and I, I said, well, I just take off my Drake necklace, put it here on my uh, uh, chair where the guys were sitting. And I said, Super Dave, uh, come with me. And he said, me? I said, yeah, yeah, I need your help uh, to costume Crawford. And he said, right away. And I said, uh, I said, Steno, Mumble Bear, I'll see you guys in a little bit. And then we were led to, like, through, oh, it was like orchids. It was like, it was, you know, sexual flowers, you know, non-sexual flowers, just pleasant flowers, everything. And we get, we went up these stairs, this platform that was, like, kind of overlooking the pool, but a little bit detached. And then who's up there in, like, a one-piece bathing suit, sun, white, white sunglasses, a giant smile on her face. Uh, but a woman I could only presume was Joan Crawford because I said, Jesus, well, that's not. And I said, I guess I remember Faye Dunaway. No, I said, I, I probably have seen it. And I said, okay, could you get that stuff out of your mind? And I said, Super Dave, do something. I said, and he, and he tickled my armpit, and then I giggled <laughs> like that. And then he giggled, which made me laugh because he's got a great laugh. And then I, I, uh, I went over and I plucked a flower, and I know that's a risky move. And and and, and I and I said, uh, I said, uh, Miss Crawford, my apologies. I'd like to present with you this rose. Uh, I guess broken a bit like a Derek rose, but always beautiful and full of potential and loveliness, and also red like a bull's uniform. Uh, and she, she looked at me like she was confused. And I said, I don't know. I, I just love Derek Rose. And I said, this Bambino over here, my little Bambino, and Super Dave's taller than me. So that's kind of, a, still trying to carry the humor. This is Mr. Super Dave Osborne. And he's my assistant costumer here. That's why I call him my little Bambino. And I said, Miss Crawford, I apologize on behalf of the Drake version of myself. You know, that song I wrote about you was, you know, really based on, you know, and she says another life. I understand that, you know, she goes, you don't have to apologize. And she said, we're in this world of staying in the present. She goes, because we need to deal with Zeta and I need to help Miss Garland. And I said, uh, I said, wow, really? And I said, you got a lovely setup here, by the way. I said, what do you call this place? And she said, Sembueza. And I said, Sambuesa, is that a made up? That's a mode that's beautiful, Sambuesa. I said, I know. I said, that is a lovely word, Sambuesa. And I said, this sounds like a dance. And I started dancing with her. And again, part of my mind said, What are you doing dancing with Joan Crawford? And then I, another part of my brain kind of detached itself and tried to look out of the side of my eyes to see. If the, you know, her fate, but I said everything, you know, she had sunglasses, she had a wrap around her head, but her hair was still, you know, she, again, you know, and and then I, then I said, you know, we're doing a little Sambesa and then uh, we were doing a little Sambuesa and then I passed her off to Super Dave and then her staff was like cheering and clapping and they said, you know, the old there's the old ways of uh, costuming superstar, lovely superstars. And then Dave would hand her off to me, and, and I said, and then there's my way. 
And she said, well, do you bring, and I said, no, no, uh, I said, all your costumes are going to be dealt with by Miss Garland. I said, I'm the, you know, the idea man. And I said, we had to think of a great costume for you. And I said, and then we're, and I said, the costume dance is our chance to costume Joan. Oh, Joan, baby, do the costume dance. Oh, I do the costume dance. Oh, Joanie Crawford. Do the costume dance. Watch you do the costume dance. And then I was kind of watching her dance. Uh, watch, you, watch you do the costume dance. And I said, Joni. And I said, no, that's not going to win it. And I said, uh, and she said, who? And I said, Louis, from, uh, I said, from Happy Days. And then she said, what's, and I said, uh, I shouldn't be saying Happy Days to Joan Crawford. Oh, Joni, baby. I do the dance, the costume dance. Uh, you do the costume dance. Super Dave and Joan Crawford. I do, and I said, okay, Super Dave assistant, no. Watch you do the dance, dance. And then we're just dancing. And, and the next thing you know, and then I said, geez, we are in a magic. Because then a band busts out, like, uh, and they were doing kind of a salsa, like, you don't know, mambo. Like, they had congas, they had maracas. They had castanets. I think they had a, a classical guitar. And then I said, you know, it would be nice to do a little steel drum in this. Lyle Elzado. And that didn't. Jones Crawford was like, no. And they said, Lyle Crocodile. Joan Crawford, we need to get her a costume. Uh, and I said, Joan likes the pool parties, the pool party. And I said, lifeguard, no, a lifeguard, no, and no. And I said, beach boys, no, we need a costume for Joan. We need a costume for Joan. Uh, I said, hey, Dave, what's the lady? If I say, I said, the lady with the tropical fruit in her hair without insulting her, I'm just wondering because it's in a song. And then he moved away from me, and I said, "Okay." So I said, "Bird." I said, "I don't know why I saw the movie Birdcage." And I was thinking of other movies with my, and I was starting to think of Cuba. And I said, "Joan, Joan, baby." I said, "Boom!" And I said, "Boom!" Fidel Castro, Joan. And she stared at me for a while, and then she stared at Super Dave Osborne, and everything froze. And she said, she said, explain it to me. And I said, who the hell would dress Joan Crawford as Fidel Castro? I said, but this is going to be so spot on that uh, Thado is going to say, is that, no, there's something off about that Fidel. That's Fidel Castro almost. Okay, I'm detecting something feminine in Fidel's. Is that fucking Joan Crawford? Dressed as Fidel, exactly looking like, holy shit, second place or first place. And I said, Joan, I said, we have Fidel Castro. Ooh, thank you, costume dance. We got a costume for Joan. She's going to be Fidel Castro. Uh. And then she was, she was still staring, and her staff, and the band, and Super Dave. And then I went over and I tucked some of her hair under her wrap. And I said, now, you know, crazy idea. We could shave your head and, and use your own hair as your beard. I don't know how stuff works in the afterlife. And then she, 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 she put her arm around me. 
and she, and she clapped her hands, and then someone came with a cigar, and she put it in her mouth, and she said, brilliant. And I said, well, I wouldn't say brilliant. I'd say abnormal. That's an abnormal costume. I said, it's going to kill. And I said, you know, you could be one of Charlie's angels, in my opinion, at least in the afterlife version of you. And then you'd be dressed as Joan, I mean, Fidel Castro. And she said, she said, I hope there's some people I know at this party. And I said, I said, well, we just got to beat this Thado. And I said, he's never going to see this coming. And she's like, you're right about that. And she said, well, what, she, she goes, she goes, what else? She goes, well, I feel like it needs a little bit more. And I said, I know. And I said, I've got a little something for you. I said, it stinks of a little, it's a little gimmicky, Joan. And a little bit hilarious. And I said, look at this guy here. Look at this statuesque beauty here, my little Super Dave. And I go, you think about Fidel. And for some reason, I think about JFK. And then when I think about JFK, I think about, and she said, Marilyn Monroe. And I said, you're going to show up with Marilyn Monroe Osborne on your arm. And Super Dave, at first he, he tried to resist, but he started cracking up. He's like, that's so stupid. It's it's stupid. He goes, it's so stupid, it's abnormal. And I said, he, I think he even said that. And then the band started playing. Well, ooh, costume, do the costume dance. Uh, watch us do the costume dance. And so that was it. I said, my work here is done. I said, I'm going to go down to the pool and swim. I said, Joan, I'm the biggest swimmer in the world. I'm like, I love water. They said, you mind if we stay over a night and swim and stuff? And she said, go down there and have some fun. You know, I'm going to shave Marilyn and, uh, you know, then, then maybe we'll meet you for dinner and stuff. But then I felt, I went down to the pool and Drake and Mumblebear, they were in the hot tub just talking. I think they were smithing some words, like doing some sort of mumble. I said, I don't know, is that hardcore mumblecore they're doing? But I couldn't hear because of the jets and I was swimming and then it was so warm in there that I got into one of these uh, these chairs. And because it wasn't sun, I didn't have to worry about getting sunburn. But it was just like being in a warm, humid sun. But there was like a smell of cedar wood. And there was even like a scent, because I guess maybe the glass is so thin, there was like the bells were ringing or something. Uh, and it was just so pleasant. And I just, I sunk into the chair. I drifted off in this wonderful, deep sleep. My muscles were relaxed. And it was just great. And then I fell deep asleep. And I fell deep asleep only to await our next quest next week for another costuming. And uh, trending Tuesdays, costume Moose Days. Good night.